0: Today's episode is brought to you by Wild natural deodorant, body wash and shampoo bars. Wild uses clean and natural ingredients in all of their beautiful products, meaning they're good for your body and the planet.
1: Hello, remote record.
0: Hello, bestie. How have you been? Fucking missing you. I was about to say, I miss you so much. I feel like I haven't seen, I literally haven't seen you You in weeks. It's been a month. It's been a month. That's a long time for us.
1: Babe, have you moved there? No. <laughs> no. I think not you yet. have. I, I saw your whimsical mums in the sun, kids planting flowers, bullshit reel, and I was like, what the fuck is this shit? Yeah, what the I fuck? don't blame you. It, 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 it
0: does scream and reek of, she's moving there. <laughs> yeah, it looks like you've joined a fucking
1: commune, left me back in the big smoke.
0: I know, and you and I were supposed to start a commune, so, so I can understand your feelings of betrayal.
1: Thank you. Thank you for making space for my feelings. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what the problem is? is? What?
0: My small community of friends that I've made up here are really selling me the dream. I bet they are. <laughs> They're working hard or hardly working, really. They don't have to try hard. The location sells itself. But I'm not going to lie. It's
1: lovely up here. Yeah, I knew it. I knew this was going to happen. I'm not moving, Redsey. Yeah, yeah. Because it takes nothing. Because Hubbs is already on board. He already wants to move there. So it'll take like one good night in around someone's fire pit, and <laughs> you'll be Kumbaya. fucking, and you'll be fucking living up there in your bloody linen. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but bright coloured linen these yeah, days, yeah, with
1: patterns and shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah. Flowers and daisies and all that good stuff.
1: Shall we record this episode?
0: I suppose we should go on then we have a thousand
1: things to do but we'd rather
0: chat to you with emails and meetings and husbands and kids we don't have time for this just what you need two basic bitches with a podcast Hello and welcome to We Don't Have Time For This. I'm your host, Gemma Pranita, a.k.a. Gemma Peanut on the gram, along with my co-host, Kate Reeves. Gemma Peanut at Yo Cabba Cabba on the gram. Give us an (laughs) update. Give us
1: a little update.
0: Oh, goodness. Um, There is so much, Revs. My head is about to explode. I am at max capacity.
1: For something new. I literally...
0: My family, my British family are in this Christmas bonanza chat on WhatsApp and I'm like, I just can't contribute.
1: This Christmas? Yeah, this Christmas. Oh my God, you're going to the UK for Christmas. I am. That's What is your life? (laughs) Exactly. I'm here, there and everywhere and nowhere.
0: It's exhausting is what it is, but you know how I feel about WhatsApp
1: groups already. And I'm look, uh, for, for context, yes. just to do a chummy, Jem um, sucks in a group chat. I do. <laughs> I'm good one on one. She can't group chat. No, but I've she worked out this group- is
0: me IRL as well. Like I am not good at a large gathering or an event, but I'm great in a one on one.
1: Maybe you could do a, like a three, four, five girl lunch or whatever. Yeah,
0: but the WhatsApp groups I'm in have like 10 to 20 plus peeps.
1: Oh, well, that's just, well, no, you're in one with me and like four other girlfriends and you you suck, babe. (laughs) You don't have any form. Yeah, yeah, I don't contribute much. It's true. (laughs) It's so weird, but you're not really a big one-on-one texter either.
0: I'm a phone call gal.
1: You're a phone, you've become a little bit boomer in this way. Shut up. Don't don't say it. Girl, you don't really text. Your texts are very perfunctory. It's very like, hey, how are you going? Oh, good. Very well. This is happening. Summary of this, like a little mini email. Yeah. Is your
0: vibe. <laughs> yeah. But all on individual send lines. You know how yeah. those people who will write an email and send one chunky message. I'm that person that's like, you, yoop,
1: you, yoop, you, yoop, you, you. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> <laughs> me too. But anyway, okay, so you're not good in a group chat anyway, plus it's planning Christmas and you're knee deep in Renault's. Yes.
0: So I feel bad to my British family who I don't think listen to the podcast, but I, I just have not been able to contribute to that chat. Yes, I'm excited, mia, 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 but I, my head is full of all the different tradies I need to call and follow up on and tile companies I need to call to chase up this and that. And then one company sent me the wrong size duvet and mia, mia, mia just...
1: Renault problems yeah 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 it's a a champagne problem yes i am on
0: the ps revs do you know how many people have said you and i need to apply for the block
1: okay okay no way in hell first of all you'd make me do all the like actual reno and you'd be shopping yeah,
0: Ovi. <laughs> no! I'm the fucking art director. I should be the one shopping. Yeah, see, we don't have complementary traits for no. the block. Like, one of us no. needs to be a chippy, and we're just
1: not. <laughs> The only thing that would work is you could run the budget. Yes. News. Yep. Um, but then I'd just be like, can I have more money? And you'd be like, Revs, no, we need to save contingency. And then we'd have like savings at the end and it would be <laughs> annoying. <laughs> and then we'd both want to shop.
0: That's the biggest issue. And then Shayna
1: would be like, it's like they haven't spent the budget. <laughs> <laughs> and I'd be like, see? <laughs> well,
0: uh, you might be excited to hear them that I've gone over budget. On this project, I am
1: excited to hear that. Welcome yeah. to the spenders' club. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's uh, it's not a great place to exist in. Oh, it's great. What's the point of having money if you don't use it?
0: You know. <laughs> so anyway, Renaults have been a challenge. I will say it's a different vibe up here, up north. Mm. Shops close early. Shops don't oh. open some days. That's something to get used to. What do you mean? Oh, like all the restaurants here operate from wednesday to sunday
1: yeah right because no one goes on Monday. they don't just
0: have monday off they're like nah we won't work monday ah props won't work tuesday (laughs) either (laughs) we're chilled back here no joke revs i've had tradies i had a tradie who was laying floors lovely lovely guy but he had allocated friday he said yep friday i'm gonna do a full day and smash it out he arrives at 9 30 a.m which is late for a tradie. They all start oh. at like seven, surf, which is fine. I was surf, cool surf. with him starting at 9.30, no biggie. Gets to 11.30 a.m. And he goes, um, Gemma, I'm just going to give myself an early mark because the surf's pumping and I'll be back on Monday. And I was like, uh, and I'm a yes person. What can he say? Like, you can't be like, no, yeah. no, stay and tile my floor. <laughs> yeah, I'm not going to parent a 35-year-old floor layer in Cabarita, am I? <laughs>
1: I mean, you could have a crack.
0: <laughs> I could have a crack, but I think it would go down like a lead balloon. So I played the cool, yeah, no worries. I'll see you on yeah, that worries. And I you're just crying like, in the corner. Yeah. But the biggest hiccup we've had by far is that our Tyler bailed a third of the way through the job. Like just straight up did a third of the job, hassled me for payment. Like was like, oh, I need to get paid for that day of work I did. I need to get paid. I was like, oh, all right, all right. And, you know, tradies, they want cash. They're always like, this is the quote. But if you do it in cash, it's this. Yeah. Yeah. You know, tax man, go get him, whatever. <laughs> so he was like, I really need you to get cash. And I was like, oh, um, yep, I, I can do that for you. And then he goes, today? And I was like, oh, I will. I, and, you know, Were your alarm Cabarita, bells going off? I don't they didn't. I just thought this is how shit works up here i'm 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 an out-of-towner okay from the big so then i have to drive to the closest westpac branch which is half an hour away (laughs) because this is not normal society go to westpac get cash out and i call him i'm like i've got the cash and he's like oh my wife's waiting at your house i was like Okay. we're about to do a runner (laughs) i was like all right this is a bit keen Gave her the cash, she went off with the cash, and then the next day he was like, oh, I've got too many other jobs I've got to move on to, so I can't finish your job. Wow. And it wasn't a big job. I mean, it wasn't, no, there were no bathrooms, but it was a kitchen splashback, a barbecue splashback, and the top of a TV unit. So yeah, not a huge job, but he just wasn't that into it. And (sighs) next minute, picture me on the phone literally calling 20 Tylers. And all of them giving me the same default response. It's like they were in cahoots with each other and they went, if Gemma Peanut calls you, just say you're not (laughs) available until March 2023.
1: What have you done? Does everyone know about your job? They're driving past being like, oh yeah, it's crawling with tradies. She reckons she can get it done in three weeks. (laughs) Everyone tell her March 2023.
0: (laughs) Uh, I don't know, but it was just so annoying. I was
1: like, why are you all collectively, all 20 of you only available from March 2023? Maybe it's some kind of like, city slicker initiation tradition Hate? <laughs> like that like they're um hazing you to the community yeah. they're like oh you Legit. reckon you can just swan in here from fucking sydney and renovate an airbnb and we'll just like drop everything and do it for you well watch us fuck you <laughs> i'm off to surf <laughs> i'm out of here can i get Legit.
0: <laughs> i think you might be right revzy
1: you're getting hazed
0: i am getting hazed well thankfully who who'da thunk it Facebook of all places saved yeah. the day
1: come through come through yeah
0: Northern Rivers tradies Facebook group boom chucked on an ad lovely Tyler who was new to the area two weeks moved up from Sydney himself so he was one of my people okay and uh was looking for clients was ready to go meant to be meant to be hallelujah give
1: him a shout out
0: I should Chris Tyler is Chris
1: what he Tyler saved us from that's, Cabrera. What he, that's what he saved us in my phone. I don't know what his surname is. Chris, <laughs> Chris Tyler. the Tyler. Yeah, it's like every parent of school kids in my phone. It's like <laughs> Janine in brackets. Poppy's mum. You
0: know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> same here, girl. Same here. I have some updates. Hit me. I okay. want to hear, we haven't spoken Rebs, we've both been so busy I and run know. off our feet, I aside know. from the odd, hey, I miss you, I miss you too message, we actually haven't had a proper update. And you know what, DLs, there was one evening where I was like, oh, I miss Rebsy, I'm going to give her a call, with no agenda, just to catch up with my bestie, because this is the thing, we have a weekly agenda, so there's reason to catch up, but I thought, no, I'm just going to give her a call, and she was out on a date with Americano. Yeah. And then did the awkward thing where you put him on the phone. Tee-hee. I was like, "Rezzy, you love it." I did, <laughs> I did. His accent's really hot, and I don't right? find American accents hot. I find them syrupy mm. and cheesy, but his is hot. Yeah, he's got a tombra. He's got a tombra and he's got that laid-back Cali voice. Like he's yeah. not like he's not like
1: super perky. No, he's and not LA sing-songy. No, no,
0: he's cool. No. no.
1: So um, anyway, your updates. Hit me. Well, Hit me with your updates! Um, well, I don't have any Americano updates except that that's all ticking along. And Bullshit. also, oh, I feel really, I actually feel like I've kind of like put myself in it with this because I was like, oh my God, DLs, I've met someone. And then everyone's like, more info. And I was like, oh no, he's like private. <laughs> and I've like laid this trap and then been like sorry can't give you anymore (laughs) it's all right DLS. I will do the digging for us and I will reveal all the update on that is it's going really well he's really amazing having a great time but for you babe thank you came with me as a plus one to a wedding
0: Which is huge. Like, I could not believe that. When I saw your Instagram, I was like, the fuck? The fuck? Americanos, your plus one. Like, that is worthy of meet the parents status. He's met my mom. There you go. He's (laughs) met your mom. That's huge. Yeah. Yeah. It's all, you know,
1: ticking along. But anyway, my update was about, do you remember the Bestie Hotline we did at Bestie Brunch, the live Bestie Hotline? Correct. Do you remember we had a deal on and she was talking about her nanny? Yes. (gasps) Yes. Her shitty nanny who like phoned it in, would turn up hours late, would like trauma dump on her and cry. And like, she just Mm -hmm. was trying to work out how to get rid of this nanny. She did it. No. But she couldn't get rid of the nanny because she had a her wedding was coming up and she wanted to keep the nanny for the wedding so that there was no like new nanny and the kids were fine with it and all that kind of thing. Mm -hmm. Well, I went to that wedding. And you met the nanny? The nanny bailed mid-ceremony, left the wedding. And just left the kids. They have two year old twins. She I left can't. she left mid-ceremony in a huff, an emotional huff, and the bride and groom saw it happen from the altar
0: what was her reason
1: no one knows
0: but let me just shut up th- They had to have been
1: all we know is this she like came around in the morning because they were getting ready and they like lived together they have two-year-old twins they're very much married in every way other than they were married right they'd been trying to get married for three years right so their first Into COVID COVID their first wedding date they had was April 2020 so they've been trying to get married for years and years and years they weren't even pregnant when they were first trying to get married they now have two year old twins so it's been a journey right they've had four different wedding dates five Finally, the day was coming. Everyone was so fucking pumped. It's like, finally, you guys get to get hitched. The shitty nanny comes over in the morning because they were just getting ready at home, right? Like they didn't do the big hotels, they didn't have bridesmaids and groomsmen and cars and all that shit because they're already pretty much married, right? So and also you have kids and your life priorities change totally. But basically they wanted to like have the nanny there in the morning so they could just get ready for their wedding day, you know? Not unreasonable. Makes sense. That's her job. That's what she should do. Well, you'd think it was her job. She comes over, she starts like sitting in front of the mirror and doing her makeup and getting herself ready for the wedding, and the kids are just like pulling at the mom and pulling at the dad and crying and needing their naps and needing snacks and all the things no. so the net na- that so they basically have three kids there on the morning of the wedding then hell. and then apparently hell they got really stressed as you would as you know you do you get kind of like stressed and agitated in the lead up for those kind of things that everything that coming together so yeah, apparent- without kids so apparently she got like offended that they were like huffy that she wasn't looking after the kids. I know. It's fucking wedding day. And also one job, literally one job, you're being paid to look after the twins. So they get to the wedding. They like drove themselves to the wedding, whatever. She had the car case. She was going to take the kids home at bedtime so that they could like keep partying. Because so they wanted the kids to be part of the ceremony and then, you know, a little bit yeah. of a mingle and then go home. So she was being paid for that. She got so huffy during the ceremony and like literally made a scene, stood up and huffed out of the wedding. That's so embarrassing. And then after the ceremony, when like the bride and groom are going to sign and like greet all their guests and all that, like the happiest part of the day, they're like- And the most relaxing part, because the ceremony's done. Done. I'm going to call the nanny Lucy, that's not her name, but they're like, they're looking around, they're like, where's Lucy? And then the bride's mum goes out and finds the car key and the house key on the gift table. So she's left the key and just fucked off
0: never to return.
1: So the bride and groom who are the two of the most special humans on earth. Like they're just like the best fucking people. And they're also very generous people. Like they'd really taken this nanny into their family as like one of like one of the family looked after her, like looked after her big holidays, like Christmas and New Year's, like it's mm-hmm. really, and not just her, not just the couple, but their parents and stuff. like everyone had really embraced her, even though she was a fucking liability of a nanny.
0: Yeah, I mean, I recall our DL telling us that the nanny had been with them since the twins were six months old. Yeah,
1: so it's I mean, like... that's
0: over a year and a half. It's a long time. A relationship.
1: Yeah. So then imagine how they feel. So they're like, you know, you plan these things with an inch of its life. Imagine planning four weddings and you're finally there and it all falls apart. Like, she fucked them so hard. Wait, so, wait, so was she gone for gone, the night? Gone, No one could find her. No one, and she'd blocked everyone. No one could get her on the phone. So then it's like... So then the bride starts crying. She's just like crying and stressed. The groom's devo because his bride, his fresh bride is crying. The twins are there and it's getting to dinner time. And it's like they need to be fed and like. And and shipped off so that the bride and groom can party. So we're all going, okay, you know what? We got this. Like we'll each look after the girls. We'll We'll do a shift each. We'll We'll feed them. We'll get them on the dance floor. Whatever. If they're tired for a few days, whatever. You know what I mean? Like that's what everyone was kind of saying. But then the bride's mum was like, I'll take them home.
0: That's like, not fair.
1: And not was the like, bride's mum. No! <laughs> and then, no. And it, anyway, it's just... basically stole like two hours from the couple and the bride at one point was like I just don't know how to get back from this vibe wise like I feel like it's I'm I feel like it's ruined it's ruined the day anyway she did get back from it vibe wise it was a really special incredible wedding like all the little details were amazing the speeches were incredible oyster bar amazing booze food like so they um, brought it back killer band it all got brought home and it all got sorted out and the family got another (laughs) nanny and like it all got sorted
0: okay but but I need an update on Lucy
1: oh so the bride our DL she stewed on it and stewed on it for a while and then she just like couldn't get over it and so she wrote this like big message and she'd been blocked on like Facebook phone all these things so she whatsapped it to her and basically just gave it to her like you ruined my wedding day like after everything we've done for you and ev- all the ways we've taken you in and the way we've looked after you, it doesn't matter what your reason was. That was so outrageous and unacceptable basically. And she wrote back with like, what this, did she say? This like ridiculous excuse about her, her boyfriend hadn't been well, and it'd been a hard week for her. And she felt really offended. And the groom had made her feel small because he was stressed, like outrageous, outrageous, oh outrageous, narcissistic, like Zuma bullshit, just bullshit. Anyway, We hate her. We want her to burn.
0: We want her to burn. (laughs) Damn straight. You know, I can't handle it when people can't shelve their own shit for one day day. for someone else's wedding.
1: It's seriously not hard. And it's not even like, haha, Bridezilla got it. This is an amazingly generous, Mm. beautiful, open, loving couple, you know, that like have fucking been through it. They've really been through it. Their twins were IVF. Like, you know, they've had a time. And it was like, fuck you, mate. Fuck you. You really couldn't have picked a nicer family to fuck over on their wedding day, you know? Totally. And our DL wanted to get rid of her. So this was a anyway. nail in the coffin. Well, and yeah. it's unfortunate
0: that it was their wedding. But at least she got the satisfaction of really getting to give it to her. Because you know how when she came and talked at the live event, you could feel that it had been stewing in her for a while but she's such a lovely kind person that she just didn't have it in her to kind of be really honest yeah I was talking to someone about this the other day about when there's something that's niggling at you about something someone said or something someone's done or not done that they were supposed to do for example and you find yourself talking about this incident to everyone Mm. else but that person Mm. What you need to do is literally hand them the baggage. Totally. So that you're not carrying it anymore and they do with that information what they want. Totally. And I thought, "God, I really need to do more of that." Yeah. I need to have the fearlessness and the confidence to just go And the maturity,
1: Hang on. and the maturity.
0: Yeah, absolutely. You can tell when you're triggered by something, when it pops up and you keep sort of perseverating on the idea of it or needing to get it out of your system, but it never leaves your system until you Physically remove the baggage off your lap and dump it on someone else's. Yeah. And let them respond. I I kind of feel good for our gorgeous DL that she got to say everything she needed to say in that text. And even though that nanny replied with whatever bullshit excuses, there will be a part of her that will sit on that. I hope so. And one day she will get married herself, maybe, and she will realize... Because I've got this theory about people who have never planned a wedding before don't get it until they themselves plan a wedding and they go, oh, like I had friends who just didn't RSVP. Yeah. It was one in particular and I chased her and I chased her and literally... Three weeks before my wedding, I wrote to her and I said, hey, babe, it's totally fine if you can't come to the wedding. I just need a reply because the catering is being locked yeah. down. And I had to be straight with her. I said, it's all done on a per head basis. And I need to know if you're going to be there or not. Yeah. End of. Like, just yeah. let me know. And then yeah. she kind of wrote back saying, oh, yeah, sorry, I can't come. I was just I felt bad. And I was trying. I was like, doesn't matter. Don't feel bad. But just RSVP.
1: That's yeah. all I'm asking is a yes or a no. I know. All I'm asking. It, I know. It's so. It's yeah. It's so heightened and like. oh, Anyway, I, I'm with you. I'm glad she got like the like good dramatic ending that she needed to bookend this bullshit. You know. And yeah. Kick her out of her life.
0: And she can do it so differently with her next nanny in terms of boundary setting. Yeah. You got to be real, like really on <laughs> your hiring game when yeah. you find and your just next be nanny. Clear about expectations and. No trauma dumping, please. Yeah, no trauma dumping. As if mums have capacity for Zoomers trauma, which feels (laughs) so, so trivial. No offense Ah. to Zoomers, not to diminish your stress about how you can't afford breakfast from the fancy cafe (laughs) that everyone's getting Instagram
1: photos from. Savage, (laughs) savage from the cabarita renovator. (laughs) 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 We love to shit on another generation on this podcast, don't we? we? Shit on those boomers. Those I'm sure the Gen boomers B's shit on for us. Their money. Yeah. It's punching up. I try to explain this to Americano. He thinks I'm ageist. I'm like, it's punching up. Yeah. It's not cruel to make fun of the boomers because they fucked our whole world and our whole lives. So we're allowed to make fun of them having 87 tabs open. Yeah. Okay. Saucer of milk table revs. <laughs> and these zoomers... Well, actually, I love me a Zoomer, if I'm honest. I, I, I would love to, like, make fun of them. But actually, I love the Zoomers. I think they've got really good attitudes on a lot of things.
0: I feel mixed. All right, all right. Yeah. I Look, there's a part Hit me of... me with your bugbears. <laughs> <laughs> you want to hear me some bugbears. Get ready. <laughs> uh, look, I love the empowerment that's going on amongst the Zoomer gen. They're not taking shit. But... Nope. And we talked about this with the good mum. There is a degree of laziness and entitlement that I think exists amongst the Zuma community. I do. Do you mean at work? Yep. I'm talking specifically about career and workplace. Look, I think there's a maturity in how they date that I'm like, man, I wish I had that level of maturity when I was in my teens or early 20s. I love how straight they are with each other in terms of having the ability and the language to say, hey, you know what? It's not working for me. I don't want to waste your time. You don't want to waste mine. Let's just boundaries. call it quits. Yeah, They're healthy great boundaries. At boundaries. Yeah. Love that. But when it comes to working, I think a lot of them want to, you know, skip step B, C, D, E, and go straight to step Z before they've kind of done the slog.
1: Yeah, but, but don't you think the millennials, like, and Gen X, so us and the one slightly mm-hmm. above. Like we're so obsessed with earning your stripes. I think, I don't know. I think it's kind of good that they're shaking it up a little bit. We all worked for free for years and it's just straight up bullshit like like we interned and like gave like did all these things or like took like media how many of our mates who work in media took jobs for like under 40k like it's like literally not livable wages to no, just to be that- in the room and it's like well it's actually bullshit maybe the zoomers know that they have something of value that they're like they they grew up with in, like creating content and they have something to sell and like why can't the industry adapt or the world adapt around them a little bit
0: Okay, but you're talking about people creating content on Instagram. I think that is a whole separate thing. But I think when it comes to the workforce, I think earning your stripes is important. I think it's part of the journey. And in terms of doing unpaid internships, we all did that while hustling at a mcdonald's
1: at a cafe at a baker's delight i don't think that's bad that's not bad but do you think it's just like we're obsessed with it because we had to do it therefore we couldn't stomach the idea that there's another way like you just get paid a fair and decent wage to start your career for me it's not like
0: uh, i feel like you're focusing a lot on the pay and the wage i think they're getting paid well I don't know. Well, the fact that they, you know, the good mum told us that no one can get an unpaid internship at her work anymore because the Zoomers demand pay, I think is fine. Yeah. I think that's fine. But for me, I think
1: there's a degree of laziness. Mm. Well, they did invent quiet quitting. Have you heard about quiet quitting? What's quiet quitting? Oh, it's this new phenomenon. Yeah, hit me. So it basically means remaining in your job or your workplace, but not actively going above or beyond. So you keep your job, but you're kind of doing the bare minimum. Yeah. Okay. It's like, I'm not quit. Like I've still got my job. I'll still take my paycheck. I'll do what I have to do, but I'm not going to be like employee of the month. And it's come out of COVID where everyone's kind of had like all this time of reflection to realize what their priorities are. They, they realize the fragility of their humanity and like, what does it all really mean? You know? Mm -hmm. Um, And it's this movement that, I mean, the Zoomers have invented it. It It's like, yeah, I'll do my job and I need need my paycheck, but like, I'm not, you don't own me. You don't own my soul. You know, no, I'm, I think that's I'll, good. I actually think that's been in existence for a
0: while, but the Zoomers have just coined a term for it, which I think is sure. awesome. I love quiet quitting.
1: It's also called working within your means or something. Like yeah, they're yeah, calling yeah. it, nice. like it's like, I'll, I'll work to my pay grade yeah. and and not beyond. But I just don't, Know what that does for their sense of ambition or their sense of purpose or their sense of teamwork? Like, it's very selfish. It's self, very self-focused. Well,
0: that's the thing. You could argue it's selfish and they'd argue it's healthy boundaries. Yeah, yeah. You know? Potato, potato. Correct. Demundo. <laughs> <laughs> but I remember when I used to work in a bar, the Empire Hotel, back in the day. And they kept wanting to promote me to management. And I kept knocking it back because I wanted minimal responsibilities. I didn't want a career to become a manager of a bar and then become, I don't know, a licensee or something. Like it just wasn't oh, my goal. Speaking of jumping path. a few steps. Yeah. <laughs> like <laughs> I know, didn't want I to think... own a pub one day. <laughs> I don't want to be Justin Hems. <laughs> But truly, I think our gym, we call it cruise control. You know, when you're just in a job and it's comfortable and you're like, eh, I'm in a season of cruise control. I don't need to be ambitious or try and be overly impressive. I just want to take my paycheck home and just get, as you say, the bare minimum done, I think.
1: I've never seen you in that mode ever in your life, ever, not once.
0: No, I'm not saying that's me. I'm saying I I think it existed amongst our generation. It just wasn't called quiet quitting, which I think is such a hilariously brilliant term. It's pretty cute. I've been seeing a lot on Instagram as well, that there's this a lot of talk about the the rest season how we don't celebrate Mm -hmm. rest and there's too much Mm -hmm. about the hustle and all that kind of stuff and and to a degree I absolutely agree I think it's innate in humans to have seasons of rest or I call it thrive and survive where you have (laughs) (laughs) fuck off but you do you have seasons where you're (laughs) thriving like revs you and I with the podcast when we first launched it we were Hardcore Overdrive Thrive. We were like, I've got this idea, that idea, da, da, da. And then the podcast kind of finds its rhythm and then it's just in a season of, I'll use the term cruise control, but it's just in survival mode. Yeah. And then we run a launch event or a live event and then it kind of boosts up again. I don't
1: think there's anything wrong with that. But- well, You can't stay on high thrive at all times. That's no. what you do most of your life and you end up in a fucking burning shell of a human of your former self making promises to future self about how you're never going to do this again. Fast forward two days and you're like doing it again.
0: Once again, I feel exposed. Yeah, good. That's the whole aim. (laughs) Look, I I think maybe this is just my MO that I,
1: when I think you're your father's daughter and you fucking love to work or do projects or hustle. You just love it and like accept it.
0: It fulfills me to feel excited about what I'm working on. I don't like being bored. I spent two years living in L.A. bored out of my brain. <laughs> I don't know how many times I hiked fucking Runyon Canyon. Hiked. Hiked in inverted commas.
1: Yeah, I gave um, Americano shit for this on the weekend. I was like, I was just giving him shit about what, how Americans have like overblown terms for things. And I was like, like how you call a walk. A hike. And he's like, no, 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 no. Going for a walk is like you're walking down the road. A hike is like, I was like, what, you bring your walking poles? (laughs) You gotta put your special, gotta put your special shoes on. (laughs) Like you're going for a walk. (laughs) It's so true. It is so true. But that is so American, right? Everything on steroids. Bigger, better, more. Everything is a full sentence, a full idea. Like it wouldn't just be like hey, do you want a coffee? It's like, hey, Kate, good morning. Do you want a coffee from the coffee machine with almond milk? Like, it's like this full idea. Everything's oh a full idea. <sighs> Apparently, um, one of the worst sentences as a yank coming to Australia is chuck it in the bin. Why? Because they don't know what a bin is. They don't know what chuck means. <laughs> like, It's just like, it like, sounds like you're having a stroke. <laughs> Can you chuck this in the bin for me? It's like, what? It's come like again? Throw it in. <laughs> Throw it in the trash. (laughs) Dispose of it in the trash can in the corner. Anyway, I digress. Yes.
0: Ad break. Got to keep the
1: lights on. DLs, you're not going to want to skip this one as we have one of the biggest discounts we have ever procured for you from this awesome brand. I
0: am extra excited about today's sponsor because DLs. As you will know, this started out as my not-spawn. And now it's
1: spawn. How good! Okay, so on your Reco, I've started using Wild Natural Deodorant and then Wild came to us and asked if we wanted to try the full range so Obviously, we jumped on that.
0: That's right,
1: DLs. Consider us your natural body care crash test
0: dummies. Mm -hmm. So I've been using wild deodorant for nine months now, and I love the change. My motivation for stopping using regular store-bought deodorant was the aluminium and parabens. Mm. I mean, we use deodorant every day, so Mm. I want to try and avoid all the harsh chemicals as well. Wild's whole thing is that it's all clean and natural. Did your
1: body adapt straight away? Did it take a minute? Okay, so
0: you do need to give this a couple of weeks, okay? okay? There is an adjustment period like anything natural. So my recommendation to you, Revs, was mm. definitely to give it a full fortnight and then decide
1: how you like it. Okay. Okay. You did, but for me it's been pretty seamless. I will say I'm not an overly sweaty girl, but I have always used strong deodorant and, frankly, it's just time to get off the chemicals. Mm -hmm. Personally, I'm loving the switch. I found it really easy and the dispenser is really gorgeous. The user experience, just great. Have you got a go-to scent?
0: Oh, babe, I'm all about the fresh cotton and sea salt. Mm. That I will say they have got this new Rainforest Oasis scent oh yes. that I'm keen
1: to try. I am using that one and it's dreamy oh. and it comes in the body wash too and I'm always auditioning body washes. So far, I am loving this one.
0: Rebsi, do you love how you can choose your deodorant mm. case colour mm-hmm. and just pop in the recyclable refills?
1: You know, it makes doing the right thing for the environment feel very nice and bougie. Obsessed. Loving the shampoo, bars too, because I'm always cringing at the waste in the bathroom. Mm -hmm. And of course, all Wild products are vegan and cruelty-free.
0: So do something
1: for the planet that your future
0: self will thank you for and check out Wild today with 25% off your entire order. Whoa. Use code NOTIME, or caps, no space, at the checkout. 25% is huge. Yeah, it's actually the highest discount Wilder offering in Australia and it's exclusively for you, DLs. Go to wearewild.com and use code NOTIME at the checkout for 25% off. Enjoy.
1: Do you know what I don't have time for? What don't you have time for, Rebsy? It's not what I've planned on saying, so I'm just going to mix this up on you. I love it. I want to stay in the wedding theme because fuck, how good are weddings? I had such a good time at our mate's wedding recently and then I put up a thing on Instagram and I was like, tell me your wildest wedding story. Yep. Got some absolute treasures, like some unbelievable, brilliant stories. Lots of them about drunk cartwheels and cakes falling over and all sorts of... Lots of people being found having sex in, you know, the cupboard with the bride or whatever. Like, I mean,
0: some fornication happened at my wedding.
1: Oh, yeah. In the swimming pool. I'm actually surprised the entire guest list didn't get pregnant from that pool. (laughs) (laughs) There was a lot of shit going down in there. So what don't you have time for? So there was one outstanding story that came through. And it's actually a mutual friend of ours, Mm -hmm. Amy. She DM'd it to me. She's like, it's too long for the question box. I have to tell you my outrageous wedding story. I'll read it to you because I've got it here. But then I have some questions, okay? So this is it verbatim, her message. Okay, this is 100% true. A friend of a friend is the photographer in this story. This happened over here in America recently the wedding was about to start and the photographer wanted to get some final photos of the groom with his parents before it started she walked into the room where he was getting ready only to find the groom was breastfeeding yes you read that right he was breastfeeding from his mother's breasts the dad was in there
0: no no what (laughs) like
1: a grown man in the groom i'm gonna assume 30s Maybe Uh, late late, 20s. Late 20s. The dad was in there chilling with them as if nothing was happening. They were so startled when the photographer walked in. The groom yelled out, I only do it when I'm stressed and this is the last time. Oh, my God. He he begged her not to tell the bride, which she obviously did. And the bride called off the wedding then and there.
0: (gasps) Why? Hang on. I've got so many questions.
1: (laughs) What do you mean? Why? Well, I don't know. I mean, like sleep on it for a night. (laughs) There was no night to sleep on it. The wedding was about to start. The photographer's there. So hold up, hold up. Sorry, just backtrack. So yeah, yeah. Everyone, take a big breath. Let's just digest this story.
0: I, I actually, I can't. This is. I I really need to call
1: Amy after we record this. I can't believe this to be true, but I believe it's true. Okay, first of all, let's get into it. But then I have a feeling this is an urban legend because I put this up on my Instagram when I was doing all these funny wedding stories, obviously got a lot of like DMs like, oh my God, gross, yuck, I would cut that off. We'll get into that in a sec. But then our other mutual mate, Jimmy Curtis, Sent me a video of another radio show, and they were telling the same story with slight variations. Okay, and I think it might be one of those stories that does the rounds, and we have to get to the bottom of this as a podcast. Okay, fascinating. So, but let's just say it's true for a sec. Let's start there. Okay. Let's just say it's true. So I'm just gonna I'm gonna flip this around on you. Yeah, it's, we're in Thailand, we're in Koh Samui in a villa. <laughs> it's the it's the no- day of your wedding, <laughs> and the photographer comes. Is oh like um um. Jem, I need to tell you something I just walked in on and describes that scenario, but it's your hubs. You're saying you're going ahead with the wedding? He's breastfeeding from your mother-in-law. Your father-in-law is in there just chilling on his phone. (laughs) Just like, we do this all the time.
0: Okay. Can I just backtrack to you saying this is an urban legend? I just, I believe it has to be true because it is too outlandish for anyone to make it up. It had to have happened. Yeah. I mean, it had to have happened in some form for sure. No one,
1: not even the best script writers of LA could come up with that narrative. But just say he's like 26 even. Say he's a really young Doesn't group. matter! No, no. How is she still lactating? <laughs> She did have She never weaned him. He no, just pops no, no, around no. when he's stressed.
0: But this is pretty common, actually, among people who do breastfeed children, even up to the age of four or five. There really is no milk left.
1: Yeah, it's but twenty plus years. It's
0: a it's a comfort
1: move. So he's just having a little suckle on the titty. Just a little suckle. He's just on having his a little titty. No. Nah, he's just nah. having a little motorboat before his big day. Oh, stop. <laughs> yeah okay she, she just never
0: weaned him I'd hot foot
1: it out of there like I, not- I get it like all the people are there you're in the fucking dress the hair is done you've got all the gifts like maybe they're away for whatever like you don't obviously know about this and then it's like bombshell <laughs> like hours before the wedding do you think it was
0: fair that the photographer said something because I'll admit like as a wedding photographer if I witnessed that And saw the groom's father just chilling in the corner and they (laughs) were so normal about it all. I don't, I would assume that the bride was all over this too. You know, like I wouldn't choose the bride's wedding day.
1: He begged her not to tell the bride. Ooh, interesting. So that's where the sisterhood comes in, y'all. Okay, I didn't know about that detail. He's like, don't tell Sarah, don't tell Sarah, please don't tell Sarah. I think I'd tell Sarah.
0: Nah. Not if, as, Revs, as a photographer, you're an employee.
1: Okay, I'd do the next best thing. I'd tell the maid of honour and leave it for her (laughs) to handle. Give her that baggage. (laughs) Do what you will with that information, babe. Either pass the baggage
0: on to your bestie or you sit on that through the ceremony as your bestie marries a mama titty sucking boy, (laughs) man child.
1: Like, imagine the shit that she was going to have to wade through in that marriage. Like, if he's still suckling... (laughs) Hey, what other bullshit is hey, he doing? Hey, <laughs> miss, can we not evolve? I'm trying to be open-minded about this, okay? Oh, I am open-minded about everything, but you can't have a—it's not a kink, but like, because it's not a kink. Kinks are okay. Like, we can be cool about kinks as long as they're not hurting anyone. This is like—you're literally like soothing on your mummy's titties. <laughs> Who's it hurting? No one. The wife. <laughs> so what they go around for family dinner it's like anyone for dessert (laughs) come on come on (sighs) over get some fresh some fresh mumma's milk
0: (laughs) the visual that i can't get past let's say he's 26 like his mum would have to be at least late 40s i
1: don't it's just so uh, i don't know it's odd it's odd It, it doesn't sit well with me i'm not gonna lie And it's the thing that they say to you when you're, like, struggling to wean. They're like, don't worry, they won't be breastfeeding on their wedding day. Well, turns out (laughs) they might be. (laughs) Like, can you imagine Iggy's wedding day? No! And he's just like... Mom, I'm really stressed. I just, need a, suck. I just oh, need a little suck. And Iggy was a real
0: boob man as well. Like I wanted to stop breastfeeding him at six months, and he clung in there for thirteen months. And I was an enabler for up to thirteen months. And then I was like, I am done, my friend. Done skis. So imagine you're like there no, in your
1: bloody don't like, wanna don't go you're there. You're sitting there and you're, you're sitting there in your Bianca Spender dress. La 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 like, la, la, la. Ready for the ceremony. and He's just la like, la 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 la. la. I can't. I can't. <laughs> this reminds me of another story that did the rounds. I'm going to say like ten years ago now. Do you mm-hmm. remember it? The snaplock bag story. Remind me. So I heard this as directly as like a friend of a friend story. It it's goes always, like a,
0: friend a, friend. always a friend of a friend. That's how anti-vaxxers roll. <laughs> oh god okay don't open that again (laughs) sorry i don't don't mean to but it's all
1: anecdotal my friends neighbors uncles blah 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 can we have one episode without the spotify coronavirus tag on it please (laughs) (laughs) hey i didn't say anything about the vid i'm just talking about you know in general anyway back on track so this is how i heard the story a friend of a friend of mine went on a first date with a guy It was an amazing first date. Like they really, really hit it off. It was like, oh my God, this is something. Sparks flying, really vibey. First kiss, amazing. He's like, I know we just met, but do you want to come back to mine? She's like, yes. She goes back to his place, they have amazing sex. But it's like a Thursday night and he's gotta to go to work in the morning and he's like, hey, please stay over. Um, but I've got to go to work early in the morning. Just let yourself out when you leave. So he goes off to work. She's just like in a love bubble. She has a shower. She's like just so happy to have met this guy. Anyway, she goes to the bathroom and does a huge poo. And standard after a good sex sesh. What do you mean? <laughs> Well uh... oh, only you could derail this story with a random personal poo preference uh, continue. We don't need to get into that. No, we don't. But anyway, <laughs> I'll ask you that offline. So she does this big poo in the toilet and she it, it won't flush. She tries a few times, lets the bowl of oh, the cistern it's everyone's fucking nightmare, isn't it? It won't flush. And she's like, gets a bucket, tips it in. The poo will, it's a float. It's, it's just floating just up. It, it's just floating. It just won't go down. And she's like, oh my God, I cannot leave this poo in this house because like I really like this guy and it's all so dreamy. Like, anyway. So she goes to the kitchen and she gets a snap lock bag, fishes out the poo, zips it up. She's like, I'm going to take this with me. So he'll never know I did a shit in his toilet. <laughs> As she's going, she realizes, oh, he doesn't have my phone number. So she writes him a little letter on the kitchen bench. She's like, hey, Ben, had a really beautiful night last night. Let's do it again sometime. Leaves her number, signs it off. She walks out the front door, pulls the door shut. She realizes she left the snap lock poo next the to counter. the note on the kitchen counter. <laughs> like, her poo, like her poo in a bag with a loved it. Let's do it again. Here's oh my number. <laughs> my
0: God. I would try and break back in. I would call a locksmith. Yeah. Hunji P I would too. I don't care if it costs $500. That is $500. Well spent.
1: Yes. I would call you and be like, get over here. We need to sort this out. I'm like taking (laughs) the day off work. We need to sort this shit out. We need to sort this shit out. Anyway, the story goes that like she couldn't get back in and so she like changed her number and moved states or something and she just <laughs> never heard from him ever again. And it's just like the biggest coulda, shoulda, woulda love story ever. Again,
0: I believe that story to be true. And then in I believe form. then people have shared it and they've gone, it's a great story. And then they tell their friend and go, oh my God, you won't believe what happened to my mate's friend. And then that person goes, oh my God, you won't believe what happens to my mate's friend. Everyone needs it to be like one
1: or two a degrees. Of a friend. Yeah, mm-hmm. separation. Mm-hmm. So I knew that story from my cousin for years. And that was like one of my favorite stories to tell at a dinner party or whatever. And then I heard it on the Kyle and Jackie O show. And I was like, oh, I think this is like become an urban legend or it's an urban legend. And I wonder if the breastfeeding groom is the same. So we need to get to the bottom of it. I, I don't know if
0: I need to get to the bottom of it, Revs. I feel like <laughs> I want to sit in my bubble of believing it's an urban legend. I just don't want to believe especially the breastfeeding one I don't know I can handle the poo one more that bothers me less because shitting is a natural thing I don't know I'd be the kind of girl who would just say to the guy hey heads up here's my situation I left a turd on your table
1: (laughs) (laughs) you are coming okay you are coming at this from so married like, you are just so out of the world of dating okay all right you were just recently like, listen, dated listen i'm gonna i'm gonna level with you i left a turd on your table <laughs> i don't know i feel like zoomers would do that <laughs> hey just to be really clear <laughs>
0: Like, you tell me, Rebs, the first time you needed to shit in Americano's apartment. Oh, my
1: God. I'm not having this conversation. Why not? Because I don't poo. You know that. I don't shit. And you
0: also don't fart, apparently, which is bollocks. Don't do any of it. I've heard them smells. I've heard them smells. I've smelled them smells. I've heard it and smelt it. Fuck you. I hate you for putting this on the
1: public record (laughs) while
0: I'm dating. (laughs) Hey America, I'm am a perfect Her shop. Stinks. Oh my God, I'm a perfect sexy but princess. Your farts are <laughs> cute, okay? I'll say it. Your farts are cute, Rev.
1: I'm already snore and sleep talk, so.
0: Yeah, look. The it's cuteness just is real, just wearing man. away.
1: No, no, I don't want to be real. I want to be sexy. <laughs>
0: DLs, I wish you knew the admin that Revs was going through on herself while she was dating. I'm not talking about Americano. I'm still dating.
1: <laughs> what do you mean?
0: You He's talk like I'm friend. locked. You talk like I'm locked down. Like it's all soda. You are so locked down. I don't care what you say. I've never seen you this way over a guy. It's been a while, A while. Okay, maybe not a while, but whatever. Okay.
1: <laughs> Anyway, it's okay to have a level of personal maintenance when you're through your baby making, you know.
0: No, I'm for it, but I think it
1: kicks into overdrive when you're dating, <laughs> when
0: you're on the market, so to of speak. Of course it
1: does. Yeah, well, you're not going to take your shitty, patchy, hairy, stinky, fat cow out to market and hope to get a good price, <gasps> are you? Whoa! Whoa. <laughs> Is that a description of me? No. <laughs> Well, you you harped on about me being so married. Here's my dumpy cow with some patchy pubes. I don't know. What do you want for a five bucks? I feel triggered. Just just have it. Just have it. (laughs) Oh, dear. Oh,
0: Oh, God. (laughs) I've missed you.
1: (laughs) You know what? I don't have time for. What don't you have time for?
0: I don't have time for getting into an accidental internet feud.
1: Oh, what? Yeah.
0: yeah. Talk it up. Well, I feel a bit silly even mentioning it, but I realize, God, fuck, you have to be really careful what you say <laughs> on the internet. But for welcome context, to 2022. <laughs> for context. As you know, I have my YoCaba account. I've been hitting it hard with all the Renault before and afters, doing a few Q&A's over there because it's fun. And someone asked me about how I reached this point of new colourful style exploration with this home. (laughs) And one of the things I said was and I'll try and read it verbatim because, you know, words matter. But this is what I said. I just knew that I wanted to do something different. Something I haven't seen much on my gram feed. No shade to three birds. And then in brackets, I'm a huge fan! Exclamation mark. But they started the white on white on white trend. And I'm so bored of it now. <laughs> oh, fuck, babe. So, uh. well, if you say that like I... I mean... I wasn't speaking directly to three birds. I was kind of... My point was that... You were crediting
1: them with the latest style.
0: Well, they started the trend. And then I guess what I should have said is now everyone's done it. That was kind of more my point. Including you. Including me. And this is what I (laughs) wish I said was like, I absolutely... Fell in love with what three birds launched out into the world and absolutely ate it for breakfast, lunch and dinner. I mean, I have a life palette that we joke about on the podcast because I fell in love with neutrals and white. Like I love the cleanness of a white and neutral colored palette. Anyway, so I shared that. And what I forget is that a few thousand people follow me and maybe someone screenshotted it. I forget that you can screenshot shit and send it to people and then sent it to someone who knows someone who knows someone who works at fucking Three Birds. Because the next day, 24 hours later or less, Three Birds posted a reel of a super colorful bedspread with a rattan head and a... Britan bedside table with colourful god knows what lamp books on it and shit and the caption was who says we only do white now when I first saw that and I follow three birds so it appeared on my feed and I was like oh, no that's definitely not in response to me that's just a crazy coincidence and then came the avalanche of DMs from Peep saying um Did you hit a nerve? And honestly, I had maybe 50 people send me their reel because it was just too creepily in time with what I had just said. Rebs, what are your thoughts? Do you think it's in direct response to what I said or do you think it's just a dink?
1: I think it's always funny when you're like, oh, could that directly be to me? Aimed at me, but it's to the whole world on the internet. Is this back you don't, to me being a boomer again? Where well, you think don't, well, you do well, you just don't want to be a narcissist, but you're also like feels a little convenient. Look, babe, you, you like. It's just like, it's like you've been renovating for like three weeks, and you're like, let's take down the biggest internet <laughs> renovator there is. Let's go after the queen Let's go after the queens and just shit on their like very very established style <laughs> but did I shit on it?
0: Is it not a fair comment? I'm so bored of it. <laughs> but I'm so bored of the trend that they started which every Look, oh, I wish I worded it better because Like, we can't deny that every single house in Australia is now whitewashed thanks to Three Birds, right?
1: I think you're maybe over-crediting them with starting that. I think that's been happening for a long time. But yeah, I get what you're saying. Look, the point...
0: Dude, (laughs) Revs, the most hilarious thing is, and again, no shade, got to preface it with that. But they literally posted that reel and it says, who says we don't do colour? And then you open up their feed and you only have to do about three scrolls. And it's like white, 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 white living room, white kitchen, white house. Yeah, they have white, a white, house white, white, style. White, white. Like it's their style. And also the comment I was trying to make about being so bored of it was almost a comment about myself. Like I'm totally. bored of even me and my freshy house and how fucking white and neutral it is now that I've fallen down the rabbit hole into this world of Technicolor. Yes. That now that all seems boring and beige
1: to me. That's all. So maybe next time <laughs> you yeah. can just be like, I'm so sick of myself and not involve another another brand oh, in your in your personal changes of taste oh, on a whim. I know. It was I only know. four seconds ago that you were all about the white on white on no, white. No, and no,
0: totally. And I, I kind of still am for my Sydney house. Like I literally did a post. <laughs> Again, this yes, whole chat is so funny.
1: <laughs> Oh, God. But my Sydney dig- house, I like white on white. <laughs> but up. for my beach house, I like technical. Hey, fuck you, three birds.
0: <laughs> DL's gave me permission to own my privilege, okay? I realize how much of an absolute wanker I s- sound like saying, in my Sydney house, I like white on white. <laughs> but I did share a post saying that my home in Sydney <laughs> is purposefully neutral because it's where I work, it's where I will live full time most of the time. Mm. <laughs> Rev, stop it. <laughs> we'll and see. it keeps me feeling calm and zen and I still very much feel that way but I just oh, well I think I you've gotten know. yourself
1: into a feud and I think you should apologize go on go for it. No! Officially, officially apologize Oh my god,
0: no. Stop. I feel Go bad. On. I, I feel st- awkward. What was even more awkward was then it really opened a can of worms because then heaps of people slid into my DMs being like, thank you. I thought this for a while too. Their white on white palette is <laughs> Babe, so stop, like stop impractical stop. with kids and pets. Do you know how hard it is to get dog hair? And I was like, I don't wanna hear. I don't wanna know. I'm sorry, I've I started something I didn't mean to. I'm not trying to take down three birds. Like I said, I'm a big fan. Just make an official statement right now. Nah. Say
1: three words, no, I love you. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm not giving it
0: oxygen. I'm going to be like the royal family in the UK. Don't, don't complain, explain. don't explain. Yeah, don't complain, don't explain. What I'm have just... you done
1: for the last five
0: minutes? Complained and explained. Yeah, but the podcast <laughs> is my safe space. Okay, it's where <laughs> I feel like I'm allowed to be my truest self
1: yes yes okay we 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 hold that space for you in your sydney house
0: (laughs) fuck you i'm out i'm tapping out of this chat hit me with your not spawn. oh shit see what i did there
1: yeah i see what you did there and you know what (laughs) i got eyes on you (laughs) my not spawn is a harris farm snack fun everyone loves your snack not sponnies. Yes, we love a snack. This one is, it's quite bougie. It's like a ridiculous. It's like $10 chocolate, but you know what? It's elite. So Harris Farm, I don't shop there regularly because I'm not made of money, but mm-hmm. every now and then about twice a month, I do like a little self-care shop and I get the really good avocados and the really nice oranges and I buy the snacks and they have this stuff. It's like their homemade honeycomb. Mm-hmm. They have it in dark chocolate. Amazing. Roth. And they also have it in milk chocolate now the milk chocolate you could eat the whole you could smash the whole tin in like one go it's so nice it's like really fancy crunchy and then the dark chocolate is like really bougie violet crumble if you're a honeycomb person it's the shit man like so into it yeah so into it yeah quick quizzy given a choice crunchy or violet crumble violet crumble really yeah because the the milk chocolate you just you you smash too much of it then you're sick it's too dark chocolate dark Mm. chocolate kind of cuts you off you know like i've had three three bits and i'm good um but anyway this harris farm it's called bee's knees it's bloody good bloody good it's like ten dollars a box
0: (laughs) that is some bougie ass chocolate but hey it's a real treat you're worth it
1: you're worth it you really are hit me with your nuts bun what you got
0: girl Well, I just feel like because I'm in renovation land, I need to recommend something to do with reno's. Great. Wallpaper. Yeah. So, trolled the internet for all the wallpaper in all the land. Bought wallpaper from five different companies. Whoa. (laughs) Why? Well, because instead of just picking one company and finding six different wallpapers I liked... I uh, started with the wallpapers I liked and they were found across five different companies. was <laughs> right. a brain tickler for you. But the one that stood out above the crowd for me in terms of price being mm-hmm. really well-priced because oh, I've learned that there's a price range. Oh yeah, wallpaper can be crazy. Oh, outrageous. I did. But splurge. it's art. It's art no, on your walls. Totally. And that's how I justified some of them. But instead of... Choosing wallpaper based on the designer or the price. I literally went with what do I love? Mm-hmm. And then the price was secondary. And to my delight, Milton and King. Oh, yeah, nice. Do the most beautiful collection of wallpaper at such a reasonable cost. Like I'm talking $150 a roll as opposed to like six or $700, which is like your yeah, Anna Spiro's, mm-hmm. the designer end of things. But not only are they super well priced, fucking deliver so quickly. And uh, according to my wallpaper guy, their wallpapers go on beautifully. So there you go. Milton and King is my not spawn for anyone who wants to get into the world of wallpaper. Which room did you do that one? A couple. The kids' bunk room. It's this one called Calypso and it's pineapples, but not in a like kid- diagram pineapple like a beautiful artsy i'm going to show revs a picture
1: oh nice yeah Yeah, it's it's very um tommy bahama vibes yes and it's textured and glorious
0: and also like a hawaiian shirt correct and then the other wallpaper i got was like a fat pinstripe wallpaper also from milton king and yeah i just think they have a brilliant just have to pull you up
1: on that you can't have a fat pinstripe you mean a fat stripe?
0: All right, fat stripe, pinstripe. A pinstripe is inherently
1: pin pin-like. Size. Okay, yeah,
0: yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm tapping out of this fucking episode. We love you, Dls. <laughs> she, she's done. <laughs> I'm Ranging wrapping it up. Towel. She can't be called on her shit anymore. <laughs> I love you, babe. I love you too, darling. Um, I don't know if I'm back next week to record with you, but I'll keep you. I pasty. doubt you are. I think you live there now.
1: We just I doing don't this live remote. here now.
0: But yes, uh, the Renaults just keep going on and on and on, and I have to be here to oversee it. But thanks for being adaptable, Rev. I know you don't love a remote
1: record. It's fine. I'm just looking forward to my stay at Yo Cabba Cabba. Oh, it's coming, baby. It's coming. Mm -hmm. Hey, DLs, if you want more episodes, which you keep telling us you do, they're available for you on Apple Podcasts. It's special bonus subscriber offering. It's $3.99 a month and you get two massively juicy deep dives every second Sunday. Come and join us
0: and have a D&M with us because we're going to be getting deep on a lot of topics we love you guys chat soon we'll be back in your ears on friday bye ciao